learning journey. Today we ask the question, how does Ken Burns do it? Do you know? For those of you that don't know me well, I am a filmmaker and a writer and a researcher, so the whole idea of how Ken Burns makes his amazing films is super fascinating to me. So I took his class on the Masterclass app, which is fantastic, and I'll break it down for you so you don't have to watch the whole thing, although I highly recommend that you do. First of all, he does the most amazing amount of research. He does research all throughout his shows. And what he'll do is he'll go to the archives and say, all right, let's say World War II. All right, show me all the stuff on World War II. And then he goes to the original source. For example, there's a famous scene where they were storming Normandy. And there was a cameraman who got a shot of one guy falling. So he went to that, and then he went to the original source. And it turns out the original film was much longer, and it showed three guys falling, which is just so heartbreaking so he goes to the original source and he gets that secondly he'll go let's say to Kent State when he was doing something about the Vietnam War Kent State was just a blip okay there's a protest people died Kent State well he went to Kent State and goes to the library and what he always asks is all right show me your stuff show me the stuff that no one asked for show me the stuff that's kind of like in the back room that no one looks at well it turns out he found this box of 40 hours of home videos that no one had ever seen and so his tiny little chapter about Kent State turned into a great big chapter I know and he's always open to having surprise so number one he does an amazing amount of research and he's always willing to find another angle a different way of looking at something the second thing he does is he's willing to show that there's no straight answers for anything you know there's always black and white right but then there's something in between an example the Gettysburg Address when Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address there was another speaker that went on before him who was kind of like the Tony Robbins of his time he was like the big speaker everyone came to see him no one really cared about Lincoln they came to see this other guy so the other guy speaks for two and a half hours and then Lincoln speaks for like eight minutes so the other guy the big draw speaker his comment about the Gettysburg Address was that President Lincoln said in eight minutes what it took me two and a half hours. Meanwhile, the Chicago Tribune saw Lincoln's Gettysburg Address and eh, thought it was terrible. So it's good to know that, you know, we don't always know that things are great right when they're happening and being able to show those two perspectives. The third thing that he does when he's telling stories is he makes it about people because history is a series of events that happen to real people. And a lot of what he's doing is bringing people to life that aren't there anymore. So with the Vietnam War, there's one guy he interviewed who like a lot of vets, very stoic, very sort of flat, matter of fact, here's what happened, here's what happened. And towards the end of the interview, as Ken Burns was thinking, mm, not really gonna get a lot out of this guy, the man says, I don't sleep without a nightlight. I always have to have the light on. And Ken Burns is like, why? And this man tells the story of when he was 18 years old, week one in Vietnam, and he's in the trenches, and there's this guy calling on the walkie-talkie going, do you need reinforcement? And he can't answer because he can literally hear the Viet Cong breathing on the other side. 
and it was so terrifying that now he can't sleep without a nightlight. Another thing that Ken Burns does is the use of music and the use of voice. So most filmmakers, when they make a film, they do what's called scoring. So you have the film and then you write the music to go with the film. So the film is this long and the music's got to be this long. Ken Burns does the opposite. He looks at music as one of the key emotional drivers and he'll take a piece of music like the Antina Mountain, that's famous piece of music from the Civil War, and he'll fit the picture to the music because the music is doing the emotional heavy lifting. And by the time you hear a version of that piece of music four or five, ten times, it becomes very emotional. It starts to become associated with what the whole piece is trying to tell you. Similarly with voiceover, uh, Peter Coyote, who is the one of the main narrators, was reading the Gettysburg Address. And if you look at the chart that Ken Burns shows, he's like, here's take three, and this is word one from take eight. And he'll have the voiceover artist do the voiceover in the way he wants it. Usually, again, similar most filmmakers, what they'll do is they'll take a piece of picture and they'll say, do the voiceover to match the picture. Ken Burns does the opposite. He says the music drives the emotion and the voiceover drives the emotion. So he allows the voiceover to be what it needs to be and then he makes the picture come after it. And then he also shows things to people along the way and asks them what's not working, what didn't ring true, where am I missing something? And he keeps doing that until he gets to the point where he feels like he can't do any more. I'm so impressed by this work ethic. I, I mean, that and he figured out how to raise the money so that he could do it in, you know, outside of New York City. So try this at home. What do you have in your life that you really care about that you could go that little extra mile? Maybe it's doing research. Maybe it's, maybe it's taking an extra 10 minutes to listen to your kids and putting your phone down. Maybe it's taking a walk with a friend and letting the conversation lull until they have that other thing that they didn't want to say. Maybe it's allowing yourself to feel the power of music just when you're taking a walk, when you're taking a bath. What can you let have space in your life in order to feel the true depth and emotional impact? I'm so excited to see how this works out for you. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. It really means the world to me to have you all here. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. Maybe you were inspired. I don't know. You'll tell me. I look forward to hearing from you. And that's it for this time. See you next time. Bye.